Jackson. Everything okay with you, bro? Yeah. yeah. I thought I had more time. No, it's fine. Don't So I have a hard spot in like exactly one hour because I got to do Clarion 5, 4, 3, 2. Hello and welcome back to episode 41 of Cali Brick Click. Our, I can't believe we almost missed this week, but this we still <laughs> haven't missed a single week. Um, I am here with my buddies. Shy Time is my time and Ninja with a beautiful Disney castle in the background. Yeah, yeah. And we have a new guest today, one we haven't had before, but one I'm very excited about. We've got Joey Maniac for Bricks with us today. Wait, is that everybody? Jay? Thank you for having me here. Yeah, of course. Um, Literally Joey, almost didn't happen. Yeah, it almost didn't happen. <laughs> but uh, Joey and I actually met at Brick Fair very recently. Um, he's like obviously like known Sands and like, you know, it's been a, a part of the community um, for a long time. But we finally got to know each other a little bit at Brick Fair, which was amazing. And, you know, he's on the list of all the amazing people that I met there. So just want to reiterate again, if you have the chance to go to one of these conventions, please take it. And as you're traveling to one of those conventions or pondering one of those conventions, be sure to listen to all of our podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the nonsense. You can find it there. Wow. That was <laughs> Were good. You happy with that, that? Was that was good. That was really good. I got to up the game every time. <laughs> um, well, Joey is on brand or off brand. I cannot tell with the Pac Man um, arcade games behind. Oh, <laughs> Well, I, I talk about video games here and there, so yeah, kind of yeah. on brand, but mm-hmm. I'm still I'm still wearing everything on brand that I need to. Okay, Every, good. Head to like, right? I, I have actually gone invisible in crowds of Lego fans without wearing this hat. Oh so it's God. like synonymous <laughs> with, with main actor bricks with everything that I do. So yes. I, I had to have that on there. Perfect. And also feel on brand because I'm wearing a custom pepperoni shirt based on Lego Island. So, oh my god. The Lego there. Wow. So this is like a perfect transition into our topic for today. We'll do, we'll talk news in like a second, but just so you guys know what's coming up. Um, Joey has been working diligently on um, basically cataloging Bizarre Lego. And Lego has done so many interesting things over its extensive lifetime and career and collaborations, projects, just really throwing anything at the wall. And Joey's kind of collating that into a book as well as a display and exhibit and booth at uh, your local convention. So um, is that, did I, did I check, articulate that? Okay, Joey. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Ayo, like right on the point. Okay, cool. So um, we'll like dive deep into that and I'm sure there'll be some show and tell moments and just some like jaw dropping moments from, from the three of us that we didn't know these things existed. But uh, before we get into it, uh, speaking of jaw dropping, the Titanic, it is Dude. enormous. I'm always glad that it splits apart. I didn't know it was going to have an interior. I was kind of skeptical about getting it anyways. But now that it it has an interior, although it wouldn't be displayed as such, now I want it. What do you mean? You could display it split in half. You'll see it inside. But does it float? Oh, it's definitely not going to float. I'm just going to try floating it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure plenty of people are going to try. There's no way it's going to float. It needs to have a complete seal. It's it do exactly just time. check on the box itself. It'll it'll tell it's you gonna model not float. It's Perfect. gonna say does not float exactly. exactly. It does. I mean, wouldn't it be funny though? I mean, I feel like a lot of people are gonna try to do it just because it yeah. is a Titanic. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I actually, take that back. It is a large six hundred dollars set. I mean, <laughs> it's the Titanic. It's gonna float for a little bit and then it's gonna sink. Just yeah, come on now. Yeah, exactly right. It's gonna somebody's gonna it. somebody's gonna come up with a mod modification for it. They're just gonna add like little stoppers in between where all the sections come together to like crack it without without actually crackling it. You know, that'll be cool. And well, oh, yeah, you guys God. just described two different mods. One was showing it de- uh, in mid mid glacier, <laughs> and then the other one was um, sealed as though you know this can is we, how the Titanic should have been built. But can we get a glacier GWP with this though? Yeah, oh my God. so funny no, no. thing about that, someone actually brought up in a group chat I was in earlier today that there was a Lego Arctic poly bag where you mm-hmm. have like a a cardstock shaped glacier. People mm-hmm. want to get that to add it in. Oh my gosh! Titanic. So it's, I mean, it was like a couple years, years ago. It's, it's funny. City, it's from Arctic, so it makes <laughs> sense why it was made at the time. But now it's like okay. Got to find a new purpose for it. Well, okay, hold on. Let's talk a little bit about it because I agree with you that, 
you know, there's a certain amount of time that has passed. So the sensitivity issue is it is a um, unfortunate turn of events as to what happened. But like Lego, as it's always done, has celebrated feats of engineering and technology, mm-hmm. which it is that also. and history as well. Um, you could same justification for the Coliseum, even though it's significantly um, more recent. But I have seen some chatter on Twitter where people thought it was insensitive and a um, really prominent uh, Lego YouTuber compared it to the twin towers. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I mean, just for how like people lost their lives and stuff. So situation, I, I could see that as people lost their lives, but there is a fundamental difference between a terrorist attack yeah. versus an, an, accident? an accident. An accident, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and anything, this could be an homage to the thing. Like what would would they be pissed off if we created a that twin was, towers? That w- that was that was a comment as well. So like yeah. I would I wouldn't be upset if they created yeah. the twin towers as someone who vividly remembers that experience, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like uh, granted we weren't there but like you know as an american who was like very 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 affected by that um i wouldn't be upset if there was a t- it would be like a, a like a memorial to it exactly and, so right, what were the yeah. what were the rebuttals to that comment do you remember um i, I it was well, it wasn't, well, it, wasn't I, it wasn't well received i almost i yeah. was infuriated i was like and also by the way not to say that that their that their opinion is devalued this it wasn't an american that said this and granted it was an attack on the entire western world so like that was that was the symbol of it right mm-hmm. so anyone really with that falls within that can kind of say can kind of have an opinion i mean anyone's obviously entitled to their opinion but i don't know it was somebody who like was not um who would have no memory of it in terms of their age and yeah. so that makes sense it seemed like um, it seemed like they were grasping at straws to make something that didn't exist. They were very much like, mm-hmm. "This is Lego's biggest mistake." This is blah 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 blah. And um, interestingly enough, this person is a member of LAN, so I found that um, oh. shocking. I found that shocking. I don't usually like get shock. For, like this stuff doesn't surprise oh, me usually. Where's this tweet? I want to find this. I feel like I'm usually <laughs> really like. I guarantee calm. I can. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm usually like <laughs> I'm usually like really in the sense like this this is these aren't the things that trigger me. Like people say stupid yeah. stuff all the time, and I don't usually get upset about these types of things. But for some reason, and I don't know, maybe it's because of like my personal attachment to it. But I was like, "How dare you?" And you're talking about like comparing it to 9/11, or you just yeah, okay, right. Okay, okay. Those two fundamentally different things. Yes. It's not even remotely close. Like you can't, you can't even compare the Titanic to the Colosseum. I was like gonna say there are other yeah. historical things that you could have compared it to. Like I think a couple it, people in the comments were like, like, um, what's the the big um, the big blimp that the Hindenburg? The Hindenburg. Yeah. A lot of people compared it to that. that um, a little more accurate that way. It, yeah. Despite yeah. despite the numbers and things, but like circumstance wise, that yeah. that's. Or like, think about all the bridges that have failed over time. Those would be really interesting. I oh, mean, like, I mean, like, it's not it's a it's a Titanic. Like, people make movies and models about this all the time. Like, the time, are you yeah. just pissed See, off because it's Lego? And the funny thing about that, another building block company several years back, almost ten years ago, built the Titanic as a like retail model thing. I never heard any controversy about it then right. either. And I'm it's not even me being Lego centric or anything. Like, like I I looked through like all was, I felt like it was like forced. I felt like it was for it was like a Most forced likely. conversation to stay relevant. To stay relevant on yeah. my Twitter. That sounds, <laughs> sounds about right. And and to that degree I did it I did chime in a little bit with that with oh Legos being insensitive. No they're not. Oh did at you the see time of, you at the time about? of that event. Yeah. Lego was pulling a Lego set off of the shelves that vaguely, not even completely, but vaguely had ties to like, oh, we had this thing that came out recently. It has a, it, it's, it's a fictional work. It's, um, it had a play feature in it in which you could destroy the building. And they said, no, we got to boot that. They pulled that. Like it pulled it early off shelves. And, with the- and they even modified some of the instructions so that if you try to look up the set online, like you could still find out about it, but the instructions out a couple pages yeah. related to that. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, that's really, really like, I mean, they also, they pulled Las Vegas, right? Yeah, I was going to mention that. That's right. Yeah. But those are recent atrocities. And those are attacks. And those are attacks. Yeah, this wasn't accident. And it was, and it was like engineering wise, feet wise. This is yeah. a, this is a humanitarian, like a human accomplishment. Wasn't like, it like, would like you say that Apollo, what, Apollo one? Like, was is it? that, is that a, you can't build that because people died? Yeah, I was going to say, I was actually thinking about that. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, like the, yeah. You know, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's an attempt for, for bringing humanity to a different level. This was exactly the same thing regardless of the outcome of what happened you were creating and you're 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 creating a design that it memorializes a human a human feat creating kind a of at this time steam I, minor, although going across from one place to the other as fast right. as possible i mean what yeah. what it kind of says a lot attack. though it wasn't you know trying to destroy humanity and what and its accomplishments is oops. Right. the purpose of it i think it has a lot more to do with it and like the people just forget like why we do things that's, and, I was thinking. that's kind of sad yeah. it, it goes to show a lot how people focus on the negative as opposed to being like oh yeah. that's great like absolutely memorial memorial <laughs> memorializing a mm-hmm. ship instead of like Instead of focusing on memorializing a ship, I can't even get that word out. <laughs> it's kind of a hard one. They're thinking about all the negativity towards it. Totally. Like, Come on. Oh, now. I have a, I have a, I'm, I'm kind of curious what you guys think about this. So I'm, I was trying to think like what other, like what other like feat of engineering was created that had, there's a lot of them that had like a negative effect mm-hmm. is, and there are things that are in bad taste. Like I think, Doing a Lego set of Chernobyl would not be great. Yeah, that's that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's, because to that's be, not like engineering or anything, though. That's like it is. It's pushing the bounds of nuclear energy, which is something that like we should still be doing. But our countries and like a lot of places have stopped doing it because of situations like that, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and so that. that's also and that's like or um, there's. I don't know. There's like a bunch of, there's like, you know, there's that one Island in Japan that did the same thing. And now it's like inhabited by cats. Um, Retail price is too much. These guys need to get over themselves. <laughs> oh, are you reading this? Right I'm now? like trying yeah. to find out. Found it. Oh, just a little, a, a little side note. Retail price is too much. How about that? Mario. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, oh, wait, what are you talking about? Wait, oh, but sorry. What? That was just a side tangent that oh, yeah. the Mario block. Way Do you think that's too much? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> just wait. It'll go until. Yeah, isn't it like 180 oh. or something? What? It's oh, the, uh, the the block, the Nintendo. It's block. like a 12. It's like a 12 by 12, right? Well, I, yeah, I don't remember what the price was. I just seen it at the at the Lego store. Mm-hmm. I was very disappointed. Oh no! Are you not going to get it? I'm not. Nah. I am a hard pass on that for oh, multiple reasons. But I actually thought about this literally last night. For Lego to try something in the adults' welcome sphere, mm-hmm. to um, to bring something else next to the Nintendo Entertainment System as a you know display mm-hmm. model or something, why didn't they make a Lego art set with those paintings from Super Mario sixty four? And I thought about that so... because I saw someone as a fan do that, and mm-hmm. it was beautiful, remarkable mm-hmm. job that. Honestly, that, that's one of the things I love about the community is that sometimes people bring out something mm-hmm. that doesn't have to be on the shelves and still be fantastic at it. No, because it's they totally made cool. they made the first world of Super Mario sixty four painting as a Lego art style mosaic, and that it, would be like really I want that. That's also I would, like I would build easy. That. That's also like easy to do. I'm, I'm, I just I I think like from a product design perspective, the block is a lot more like ingenious. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And then well, I just mean, like, it's another push for, like, the Lego art series that they've had already and already okay. have ties to licenses to, you know, the Star Wars and um, the um, Andy Warhol piece. You know, totally. like, this is totally. another area where it's like, all right, we already have the license here. We could branch out and, you know, make something in that vein. I think people would actually want that and would hang it, you know. I mean, or, like, also or even because like, they have a license, them, though. The, the mm-hmm. different levels. Yeah. I like it and I think it's actually an incredible display piece and something that like people who don't and for who they're targeting my assumption has been it's not people like us it's not people who buy tons of Lego sets it's people who buy um you can count on one hand how many if any and like maybe the first set they ever bought was the NES imagine like a Twitch game streamer and in the background they've got the block 
Exactly. That's true. It's like a Stranger Thing piece. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, that's it's good for even display. more iconic, even more iconic yeah, because it's more. like it's bright, it's yellow, it's simple. You can see mm-hmm. it. Do you know what I mean? It is fundamentally smart. like, yeah, it's I, smart, I, it's a sculptural smart. piece as well, which is yeah. different than a two dimensional thing. So if I would have gone, I always left it as a block. I would have not, I would not display the openings of it. Same. It's, and I'm definitely getting it. I think it's really cool. And it's one of the few things I would have outside of the Lego room. It's like that. Mm. The mm-hmm. botanical stuff, which is like the same, same, and maybe like you know, ship in a bottle. It's like that same kind of stuff. Yeah. Minimalistic, you yeah. know, type of feel. More modern adult. And these things yeah. fly off the shelf. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's a good. Con- it's a conversation piece. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. It's like it's a, it's the kind of thing that if you invite someone over, they'll be curious about what it is, and you'd be like, oh, it pops open, and get to see everything inside. Exactly. And you got two new yeah. fans from that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that mm-hmm. was, I think that was a, the point of it. Um, I am curious, though, what I was going to say is what the stipulations are for the licensing for Nintendo. Because obviously they have a Nintendo license, but there's obviously restrictions. So they can't just do whatever they want. Um, yeah, like, for example, like Mario Kart. Everyone wants Mario Kart, but Hot Wheels has Mario Kart right now. So like if, mm-hmm. if Hot Wheels has that exclusive, mm-hmm. then obviously Lego can't do it. So all because they have a license for something doesn't mean that they can do anything they want. Um. I definitely want to transition just into the bizarre Lego thing. But before we get into it, speaking of licenses, so I might have made the mistake of like, I don't know if you guys ever do this. You're on Instagram, you're scrolling, you get a targeted ad, you click on it, and then it's the only thing you ever see. And so I made them, and I've done this before, but like haven't had it this bad. I ended up clicking on like a Hello Kitty branded, I don't know what it was, but, and now I've been inundated with like Hello Kitty branded things. Hello Kitty, it's like the biggest slut with her IP because <laughs> it is everywhere. Everywhere. Terminology, yes. everywhere. Everywhere. It is mm-hmm. insane. It's like, and it you can say whatever it is, but they have deals with everybody or maybe it just, they don't even have one. Maybe there's, there's nothing that exists that's stopping it because like every, um, you know, Tom, Dick, and Jerry on Etsy is making Hello Kitty stuff. And it's interesting. Yeah. (laughs) And then like big giants like Disney and stuff like that, you know, come down hard on people that are doing anything close to it, except for people. There are, there are people that do Disney retail stuff like on Etsy, like make custom ears and things like that, that people take to the parks. It doesn't seem like those guys get hit at all. Anyway. I, I mean, you could literally say the same thing about Lego because there have been people as Lego artists, you know, yeah. separate from the company, yeah. do not have involvement with it. They they still get knocked over. Yeah. Very hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are, I feel like more vindictive than they are uh, protective. But, but then there's I other artists that them. sell the same exact stuff and they don't get touched. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah. We've had that conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Before like we get into Joey, do you want to talk about financials? Oh, we're getting into Joey. Yeah, we're getting Joey right now because I want to. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Lego um, released. Oh yeah, three or Mm -hmm. Uh, no, it's first half. So I think it's one and two. I don't think it's one and two earnings. Yeah. So Uh, public information. Shai, you want to like lead us through it, and we can kind of comment. Yeah. Uh, this is courtesy of Jay's Brick Blog. Uh, So this is where I'm getting this information from. So I'll give him a shout out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so financial results. Let's see. Let's see. Performance highlights. They're up thirty six percent consumer sales, forty six percent in revenue, which is uh, the Danish kronos at twenty three billion. So I will tack off half of that to make it more U.S. And then are up one hundred and four percent in operating profits. That's uh, they're at eight billion dollars. Uh, not dollars. Sorry, Danish krono. So we'll tack off half. That's that's American. So that's a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, the important numbers are the percentages of increase in profit. Yeah, one hundred four percent. I mean, yeah. that's just the first half of the year. This that's is not fantastic. Even quarter four. Quarter that's four fun. is where most retailers, including toys, especially toys, makes all their money, like sure. a good chunk of their money. And I don't think, I don't think they're going to be this strong because I don't think they'll be able to keep up the inventory. I mean, I hope they're smart enough to be able to prepare for this, but I, I don't know. If they're going to be able to fulfill this amount, because what what's left aside from the Titanic that's coming out? There's no more new releases. No, there's no June releases. Home Alone, September, Home Alone. Yeah. Not that we know of. They could just drop some stuff. I don't know. I think they. I think they felt. I think they did a stronger first half of the year than they will the second half. Well, I mean, 
quarter. If, any, if anything, they would drop anything in, in just November, not December, though. I, but people would guys, buy more stuff, especially for the holidays, where that stuff's already available. I totally disagree. Think about what's in the second half of the year. August 1st release. October 1st release. These were three. massive. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. You're, you're right. You're right. You have like, think those like were literally hundreds of sets were released on those two days that are now Disney gone. Castles. How about this beautiful Disney right. castle that we see right here? This thing is flying off the sh- It's already gone. What I'm saying is like, they might not even need to put more stuff out. They probably will, but they won't need to because it'll still, as long as they keep producing it, they will still sell. Yeah, the, the issue is like the they're having cardboard shortages in Denmark. They exactly. are having shipping delays because of just supply chain issues. Shelves are going to be empty earlier than they ever are this year. So you know, just fair That's warning. That's why I'm worried. Your stuff is, earlier is, for your gifts. They're not going to keep with demand that because they're what not they going to be able to. Yeah. So if you're if you were to go off these percentages, so if you look at this in percentages for the entire year, this is mm-hmm. a very strong first and second quarter. In, pre- in preparation for what they've done from last year to this. Now, if there's shipping shortages, there's cardboard shortages, there's mm-hmm. all these things that are going on in the world that I have no control over and has yeah. nothing to do with them. Yeah, We already know, based on what some of them have told me within the Lego group, um, the other retailer, their competitors, uh, Hasbro and um, Mattel, they're gonna not going to be able to do their quarter four projections because of inventory shortages. So I would presume Lego would have those same issues because I'm sure they're going to have the same issues. issues. Yeah. So like if those companies are going to struggle with quarter four, what's to say Lego won't as well? I mean, not, not, not saying they won't make money. I know they're going to make money, but I don't think they're going to be like going, going against what they did last year. That that's pretty much what they're, what, what I'm justifying. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm really was. curious because there's also like something as like perceived value. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like with the exclusivity and the difficulty to obtain this stuff, will this actually create the, and be additive to the whole limited edition, um, you know, like, um, limited release, um, exclusivity of it all because Lego still That's has that. But then it loses it. So over COVID, when they had shortages before, it worked in their favor to a degree because fans got really, really aggressive with buying third party, second market, you know, mm-hmm. stuff, all BrickLink, eBay and stuff like that, that even in the course of the last year, you can see increases in value or increases in cost of Lego, um, especially in the secondary market, things that were, you know, $10 are now $30. Things that were 200 are now 600. So it's almost like a threefold value change. And to the point that like, I, I find myself not buying on the, like, you know, on the secondary market anymore to the same degree. Granted, I have a lot of Lego granted I have. So like my perceived sense of uh, quantity and, 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 um, you know, collection is also, you know, it's different than it was before, but I still have sets of my wanted list. I still have sets that I like feel okay buying and my, my personal wealth hasn't changed. Therefore, like my value for things hasn't changed. Right. So, but it's gone up that I'm not buying things. Right. So, and mm-hmm. I'm finding myself parting stuff out or like, and when I say parting stuff out, I mean, parting together and like, you know, pulling pieces mm-hmm. from Bricklink and like making choices, right. uh, color changes and things like that, which, um, you know, just self plug, I'll be doing that on my channel, um, different conversation. But <laughs> I, I think, you know, it's kind of interesting, like watching that financial shift over time. Um, and even things like, you know, Sans is a collector of bizarre Lego and like unique stuff, that stuff is also going up in value. Um, it's getting very difficult to to buy this stuff. Yeah, no, totally agree. Yeah. Uh, but to continue with what is on here. Uh, mm-hmm. Just going to reach like right through right. it. So uh, retail network, uh, they have opened 291 stores in China. Yeah. Jesus. Fantastic. That's great for monkey kid. No, 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 no. that's great. But this is a good way to combat the, uh, you know, the off brand type of knockoffs that are replicating their stuff. Cause now they're going to make the government really pay attention to what they do. It's fascinating how they're going to attack that. Yeah, I mean, because they're open more Lego. Make, make if Lego's making them money, I'm sure the government's going to want to pay attention a little bit more. It's really interesting. I don't know. China is very different than the United States and Europe when it comes to patent infringement and things mm-hmm. like that, and the patent laws and things like that. So you can say what you want about our previous administration. This is something that I will agree with them in terms of how 
strict they were and how they came down really hard on China with that. I agree with that. So intellectual property is something that we do not value enough and we need to keep, you know, tight to the chest anyway. And that's um, something that they came down hard on China. So I'm really curious now with our new administration, how Denmark is going to deal with that because, you know, it is a European country at the end of the, or like company at the end of the day. So yeah. it's really, it's really fascinating how those business practices will be applied to China, which is fundamentally very. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you for saying that. I, yeah. I'm very curious to see that too. Because yeah. yeah, that outcome is going to be very interesting because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. now you're forcing the West to go to the east <laughs> yeah which is that. which has been happening you know over time and things oh, like that but like millennium but, but you if you talk to like obviously they're doing well in, in china right now which is great they're opening all these stores and hopefully that's like they're not you know overextending themselves but mm-hmm. like i don't think did lego ever take off in japan or korea i don't know i know there's a bunch of stores in japan i don't know about korea i'm aware of yeah i know and there's a bunch so, of japan I don't know. I'm really curious, like in certain regions, like did it take off, you know, because there are wealthy populations and also like Southeast Asia and the Philippines and in Vietnam mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Do they have stores there? I don't think so. Right. I, I think it's just the ability to transport because mm-hmm. you got to like come it's where they're coming from. Yeah. Come on. Those areas no, are massive. They- they're massive manufacturing areas there. It's like, think about how many things we get made in those areas. Like the shipping routes exist, you know, no, no, of course, of yeah. course. But now that they have a big giant factory in China, it should make, they're going to maybe yeah. go like, yeah, it should make you, I think this is just, they're, they're preparing themselves. Cause I know they have a bunch of stores like in Russia. So they obviously went there, but there's yeah. obviously a big jump, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a big jump. Yeah. Uh, but continuing top things, Lego city, star Wars, technic creator, expert, and Harry Potter, no Ninjago. Hmm. Wait, what was that? Can you repeat? Harry it again? Potter being at Ninjago. That's an yeah. So we got so the top five themes. It doesn't list order. It just that's how they list it. It's Lego City, Star Wars, Technic, Creator Expert, and Harry Potter. And Creator now, Expert. Is that a, like eighteen plus? plus? Yeah, the eighteen plus, plus old awesome kind of stuff. That's yeah. great. That's, that's great. Good. That's, that's what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ninjago. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That sucks for you guys. Um, I guarantee that it's so like. Ninjago is still selling well, but just course, right under the mark of everything else. Yeah, I mean, Ninjago's always been up there. It's not going away anytime soon. I'm sure it's really yeah. up there. I just know Techno makes a lot of money. Um, Star Wars obviously makes a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Creator Expert made a ton of money um, in, in there. So mm-hmm. I know there was talks about why isn't ideas in there, but then uh, it's just like, well, how much inventory does ideas come up with? This is really not that many. There's like five on a shelf every given time. Where as you look at these other themes, they have tons of you know, inventory per theme. Yeah. So it makes, it only makes sense. Um, but this part though, I don't, I'm kind of confused about, it says accelerating digital, digitally, digitally enabled brand. Oh, <laughs> the wording. What does that mean? Like three hubs, Denmark, There's- Shanghai and London. Like, what are you, I don't know. I don't agree with that. I, I want, I want, spec- I want specifics to what this means. <laughs> Are they talking about like their apps or something? I don't know because nothing technology wise. (laughs) What do they have to offer that is like brown brown (laughs) brown breaking? I like it. Brown brown. brown, I like it. (laughs) Brown breaking. Like like the last the last technological product I can think of outside of video that they've made would be something like Lego Boost or Mindstorms or yeah. I mean that's not anything. Yeah. There's really nothing. So we're not going to dive into that. Uh, last two things. we got environmental and social impact. So first in recycled prototype Lego brick revealed, blah, blah, blah. To in phase in paper bags in 2022 is going to be, you know, it's going to be pretty much a thing. And then 79,000, 80,000 uh, uh, bricks. Oh, read the replay program stuff. Okay. I'm, I'm not really familiar. I know what the program is, but. That's mm-hmm. not really them. That's like other people donating. So, uh, okay. And the last is donations. This is something I guess is should be highlighted. Uh, 1.5 billion Danish krono to support families in need to include the COVID-19 relief, uh, families impacted by Afghanistan, Haiti, and then the learning through play activities in local labor community. That's pretty cool. Translate to 235 million. So that's how much that is. That's a lot. Of so money. is this extra okay. or is this added on to what they did? This- this is coming from profits. Oh, 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 right, right, right. 
So this is donations. See, when I look at large companies donating its money, I mean, well, actually, no, I never mind. I don't know how tax law works in in, in the U- in the Euro- European sectors. But if this was like the United States, I'll be like, well, that's a tax write off. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know how this would work in uh, Denmark, but that's good to know. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm sure that they have some some form of tax write offs there as well. I don't know if it's in the same. Well, term the thing is, it's Denmark. It's like anything, it's, but yeah, it's their bread and butter for that economy. So I'm sure they're already, aside from getting a tax break, they've already like don't need to do that. So let's, you know, we gotta on that. Where did go? Who knows? A little clap she, for that. She disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> she disappeared. This as is about to like <laughs> instant transmission. Oh. Yeah, right. <clears throat> oh, she so, wants to go get food. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> so, all right, no, so I, that, heard the that, front, I heard the front door. Plus, I was hungry. Uh, okay. Well, that's pretty much it. So, up forty six percent. Good, good job, Lego. Hopefully, uh, the rest of the year does well for you. Maybe right, look at so, a. Because <laughs> I, I had learned from someone who had previously worked at Lego that in in some in some cases before when they would have an increase of profits they would actually have company wide not like public or anything um, a way of Raising. celebrating because I had actually I came across it just uh, just by chance a T shirt from one of their internal systems of. I think it said 2008 was great for 38%, like up 38%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they just gave them a t-shirt, wow. that's it? Okay. <laughs> you got a new t-shirt. <laughs> I'm sure there's probably something, something else to it, but that was just the thing that I found that I was just like, that's hilarious. <laughs> They're like, listen, you could sell this t-shirt in the future for no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, make it do- hire more people to combat your uh, your techno problems and then give everybody a raise. Especially your brick, especially your brick specialists. Yeah. Makes way too that, much sense. That's what I think they should do with a lot of that profit. Invest in infrastructure, mm-hmm. but that's just me. All right. Well, that being said, Joey, Joey. I don't want to talk yeah, too much. Infrastructure. No, Joey, tell us a little bit about you know what made you decide to start sharing. You know, you've obviously had this passion for bizarre Lego and like really the more unique stuff. And then mm-hmm. you were like, you know what? I'm going to document this and I'm going to share it at conventions. Like what made you do that transition? And then also like give us some feedback. So like you've gone to a few conventions since we mm-hmm. met at Brick Fair and you finally had how many, you had the display up at one, right? As yep. of right now. And then, yeah, let us know how that was, how people reacted to it. Like just the conversations that were ignited. That would be really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to start off with the Brick Fair convention kind of stuff. So um, Bizarre Lego, for those who don't know, is any of the experimental and sometimes, you know, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't, but it's just separate from what you normally expect out of Lego. It's separate from the pieces, figures, any of the regular merchandise. Um, Sometimes it works in different partnerships or just ways of integrating brick into other things. Um, That's the kind of stuff I grew up with just here and there picking it up just as a just growing as a lego fan and just kind of went in with everything else so it's fun now of going back through a lot of that and trying to chronologically um encapsulate it so with the conventions lately um there's a couple times in the past couple of years that i would bring like one or two things to a convention normally i would bring mocks for displays or i might actually be helping with the convention itself with like one of the events or something um, so bringing one or two of those items was like my little moment to shine. Like, uh, it usually wasn't during the public days. It would be like during the exhibitor days and just have something like extra to do while you're still hanging around. Um, and people did enjoy that, but I didn't know if it was like a thing I should continue doing or if I should bring different stuff next time. But p- some people did actually miss it the next time around. So I was like, oh yeah, I probably should do more of that then. Um, so with Brick Fair New Jersey, I basically created a traveling exhibit, hopefully not just the one of one, but hopefully going to other shows with a bunch of these kinds of items, having it as its own display. I've noticed this with other Brick Fairs in the past, and I've been going to conventions for the past seven years. Um, so I've, I've been very familiar with how some people will, instead of displaying mocks, they will have a historical table or something where they'll represent different Lego themes or like an entire group of them, like all the Western sets or all the model team or yeah. the really vintage like homemaker kind of stuff. So I wanted to break from that with 
with the bizarre Lego and having a table in vain of that, where it, it has a historical value to it, but it's also things people normally wouldn't see or wouldn't be able to find a lot of information online or anybody else who's, who's owned this kind of stuff. And it turned out very well. So Brick Fair, New Jersey, people really enjoyed the table of it. it took me a little bit to try to get the setup right, but it, there's still a lot for people to take a look at. And what I had a lot of fun with was the fact that it wasn't just the public. It was the exhibitors as well who were curious and fascinated by all these different things. And I was really happy to share any information, like any questions people took in. I was ready to, to talk with them and, and explain some of this stuff. So it had a really, it had a really lot of um, personal value for me, especially for doing pre presentations and and, uh, and going to the conventions for many years. This felt like uh, a bright spot where like it, it stood out a bit better than I've done before. Mm -hmm. Right now, that's awesome. Like when you see people that have been in the hobby, and they look at mm -hmm. your display like, oh, I've never even seen this. Like now, that's that's awesome. Yeah, there was actually one person who said, I never knew this existed. And I'm like, yeah. that's my catchphrase. Like, as a, <laughs> I remembered as a kid, there was a, it, it was Christmas time. I got a, a gift set that was like, oh, it's an early release because it's the holidays and everything like that. And normally it would have come out the next year or something. And I was not aware of that 10 or so years old or whatever. Um, so I, there was actual documented footage of me on camera opening some Lego set. And, I'm, and I say, I never knew this existed. <laughs> like it sounded so fat, so like, um, what's the word? Not scientific, but like, so 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 curious for for a little kid, <laughs> not just like wow or like the the yeah. infamous Nintendo sixty four video or anything like that. But uh, <laughs> some of you might know it's just oh, screaming Nintendo sixty four. But no, I mean, so yeah, I I, I love carrying that phrase and that mentality with. Uh, with things I do in Lego. I, I've already enjoyed Lego for many years and it's fun branching out to these these abstract things. That's mm -hmm. like that was real. That was a Lego product. That was a real thing they did or could have done. So what are some of the examples of this product? Just so mm -hmm. that way we yeah. can give our audience yeah, uh, oh, yeah. a visual. I was just thinking of one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't have photos right now. I could probably send them sometime later, but oh, um, for the whole table itself it had all different ranges of things that were different Lego building systems over the years. Um, there were different electronics that they that they either you know partnered with somebody to make or incorporated into a video game or something like that. Um, I also had at my table a couple of role play items. Some of them they're actually packaged with Lego sets in one way or another. Um, so one of the examples I have here, as far as building systems, was a thing from 1998. Called Snap. Snap. This is the beginning of Lego's downfall. <laughs> yeah, this was in the, this was in a late time where they were kind of floundering. And, it looks um, like connects. You no, know, you should hold that. There you and go. Anytime Lego comes out with something that's just dumb, just straight out dumb, just <laughs> frisbee it to like <laughs> to, to them. Like, you want you want this to come back? This is what's gonna happen. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. What if it boomerangs and it actually oh, comes I, back. <laughs> exactly. So I, I do appreciate that Ninja said it looks like connects, and you're mm -hmm. right. Basically, this is Lego's way of tying in a little bit further, kind of almost in a knockoff sense to connects, which was a growing American building company in the, the late nineties. Yeah, I mean, like they they were making all different kinds of sets, and they had a very similar vibe to what we know as Technic. So Lego kind of leaned in the opposite direction where it's like, oh, we could try that kind of thing too of how did things can be built. Did exist at the time? Hmm? I'm sorry? Did Technic exist at the time or no? Yeah. So Technic had been going pretty steadily since 1977. So okay. they, they were still like, they were still evolving it. But by this point, it's practically as you know it today. And yeah. um, and they even incorporate a little bit more with with the Snap system in that they used nine volt motors, so battery operated, basic nine volt motors, the same ones that you would find in your Mindstorm sets. Um, maybe a couple of little Technic sets here and there. They had similar motors and battery boxes to that. Okay. And Fine. and there's and they're also encouraging the way of almost like creator, where it's like, oh, you could build dozens of models out of this, and they have inspiration. Some of them instructions all throughout each of the the books and each of the sets mm -hmm. the problem it's not i mean 
It doesn't even that, look like that a brand. system. What's that? It doesn't even look like a Lego brand. Like there's no Lego Lego. logo. Yeah. You don't know what it is. Like it looks like just something I just walk by. The Lego it's, logo is on the bottom right. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, I know. That's why it's it's weird. still not yeah. like prominent. Like what I see is the snap. The snap, yeah. Exactly. Like, what is that? Like, oh, snap. What is I mean, that? No. Yeah. I mean, so, some people have theorized between they either did not want to, you know, acknowledge it or <laughs> they wanted to branch it into another, like, area. Yeah. Like, as if it was its own thing, but it's like, it's still Lego. I, I'm a little mixed on that because I'm like, well, Lego is already a well known brand. So wouldn't you want it to be more prominent? But then if it flops, you don't want that to be on there like, oh, this is a stain that they put on their, their boxes. I don't know. That was their safety net. But the yeah. the strange part about it, other than the actual connection of each of the pieces where it's like they fit on sideways, they do still have axle points. They still have pins you can add onto them. There are Technic pieces in the sets, even a handful of system pieces, depending on which set you look at. The weird part is that they don't have a lot of variety of parts. You find things mostly in black, green, yellow red and then traces of other colors like purple or like the old purple i should say i mean they could have reinvested um, into the blue into the line <laughs> yeah <laughs> and a little bit white it's like it's like there there, there are very different shapes of pieces mm-hmm. but there's not a lot of variety with those or they don't even use them in a lot of you know exactly functional ways like you can find a whole bunch of them that are just they're either cars or they're aircraft and not much in between and well, sometimes I mean, it's like, oh, you have a you have a yeah. giant like almost looks like a jet that they take a few pieces, you turn it up sideways, and you say it's a dinosaur because oh now the wings are its little tiny arms in the front. What? Like <laughs> why? <laughs> I was gonna play with this as a dinosaur. <laughs> My head is like, literally just exploded right now by doing that. Exactly. I will give it credit. There was one or two sets that I wanted back in the day because I grew up with this. Um, there were one or two sets that I thought looked interesting on the box. That it looked like it had a it had a motorized car with a trail underneath it, so it would follow the track all the way around. But honestly, it's not like you need to get that one set in order to do that. You could do those almost any of them. And that's the weird thing about it is that you get one, you kind of get the idea of all of them. It's not like you have to really go for any of them, except for like a certain color of a piece. But even then, yeah, it's not much. So when you display that, do you just display the box or do you just display the model itself? So when I had it on the table, I had the box for display and then I had one of the other sets that was used, like already assembled as a model. And okay. strangely, this was a set. And they also had weird conventions of how the names of the sets were. Like the one I talked about before, yeah. Dino Set. That's the name of the set was Dino um, there was there was another one that I used for the display that's called the Blackmobile. Like, all is one word. Like, it's trying to, you know, go off of Batmobile, yeah. sort of having the look to it, but it's black and yellow. I don't know. Very creative. Very good. Uh, yeah. Do you have any, like, controversial... more basic than that. I don't even know if this box says what the name is on it. I don't know, Joey. Joey heard me on that one. Sorry. <laughs> I was, I was going to be like, are you, are you displaying any... Or anything within the lego inventory that is controversial like the uh, lighters and stuff like that well if i had them i probably would (laughs) (laughs) there you go uh no unfortunately i don't i don't think i have anything in in the realm of of the controversial stuff unless it's like already a retail product that they just took off shelves or or modified in some way like there's there was a mixels product named turg one of the the characters from the mixels Mm -hmm. line which the model itself was perfectly fine. It's the description on the product website that was an issue. And they had that changed because it was insensitive to certain people. That makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, so okay. so displaying the model, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, and and yeah. It, still, it still ties into it, but it wouldn't show anything, you know, just by, the, just by building it. So you're open uh, to putting some stuff out there that's just like, oh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the the way that was the way that my setup was at that convention was uh, kind of like an aisle, so it was mm-hmm. like at the very end of a row of tables. So one part you had to walk in a bit in order to yeah. see the rest of it. If I did something like that again, maybe I would put it on that side where it's like, if you're curious, here you go. But I don't want to completely put it out, <laughs> or at least need to put a disclaimer there to be like, okay, I do not support this. this is just again historically documenting. Even yeah, no, no, that's that's fair. That's totally fair. Yeah. Like that's, that's if you put like a Confederate flag in a museum, like you can't right. really 
call him out for having the flag. It's it's more for historical mm-hmm. reference. Mm-hmm. Um, another mm-hmm. curious thing, though, I have I'm there it is. over. <laughs> oh, is that geez. the Blackmobile? Yeah, that's the Blackmobile. This, this was this was cut out from the the box. Yes, yeah, so you can see the Blackmobile so right bad. there. It makes sense. That's so yep. And and for this one, it's like oh, you so turn bad. you turn the sides of the wings and you flip the sides over. They actually have a couple pieces that are like kind of hinged. Um, you, you turn a couple pieces over, is, the motor would still work with it, and it turns into a hovercraft where the wings was that, are like, turbines underneath. <laughs> was that the real name for that? Blackmobile is the real oh name. Oh my god! <laughs> you look it up, brick set, brick link. It should be documented that way. Okay. Shout out to the old school Lego designers. Hey. <laughs> oh yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Different cultures, man. They don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have a lot of vintage things out there that are very hard to come by and very pricey. Now I've been kind of pondering this for a while and it's kind of, you know, happened to one of my friends who displays stuff in Bricks LA where as I'm obviously creating this large amount of Black Falcons that I'm not sharing with the world aside from YouTube, but like mm-hmm. it would look pretty cool to display. Now that is a big risk leaving out during the public days because I've mm-hmm. had friends who did have some things out there now are just missing. Mm-hmm. People with sticky so, fingers. Yeah. Exactly. It's very easy to just take a figure or two and not even notice that it's gone. He's right. got five hundred. He won't notice. Like, bro, <laughs> exactly. Right like, no, it's still, it's still not. You know, not yeah, to... <laughs> so How do you get over that feeling of like you knowing your stuff is protected? So that's a funny thing with it. While I was displaying at Brickford, New Jersey and had the bizarre Lego table, I did have that worry a couple of times mm-hmm. because there were a couple of things where it's like, okay, tables are clearly marked. You're not supposed to touch things that are on it unless it's otherwise stated. Um, and I did have a couple of times where I had to walk away in order to help with one of the events during the public days and then would come back, like, say, an hour or so in between. That's a lot of time away. So. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a lot of time and a lot of people that could be easily going through that and yeah. and swiping Two whether seconds. or not they know it. And I did luckily seconds. everything as far as I can tell came back as it needed to. I'm still inventorying it, but um as far as I can tell, like when I went back to the table, I didn't notice a, a gap or anything. I did have that's one good. person that asked me, which I am I at least appreciate that, mm-hmm. of is this a thing that I can pick up? And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, this is play only kind of thing. So what Again, I, I at least have the courtesy or with that. Um, and uh, the other thing that also helped with it, there were other tables nearby and other people that are watching each other's things. Yeah, so yeah, it's not just like, I brought this and I'm only working on this. No, they, yeah, they're looking I eyes around for other tables mm-hmm. you know, to make sure nothing goes missing. It's really I've had, not a place where people I've, take things out. You know what I mean? It's just not... Yeah, I have yeah. seen in some cases, depending on the person, they might actually remove something from the display if they're not What's there that? or not during public hours, just to make sure it's secure. And yeah. to each their own. I I find that to be an okay method, but that's not something that I've done up to this point. I wonder if I should hire my prospects to <laughs> <laughs> my motorcycle club to stand there. <laughs> yeah, nice. That would add to the that would add to the vibes. I think. I think it'd be pretty dope. <laughs> This guy has armed yeah, security. Yeah, this like yeah, big yeah. biker dude just looking at you. Look at like oh, talk about being on brand, right? <laughs> oh, that's Shy's mock <laughs> over there. Yeah, there's like eighty mocks it. spread out through the convention, and there's like one prospect per. Hmm. <laughs> yep, standing right there. People are just like confused, and don't they'll be like, up. they'll walk by, and my guys will be like, "You need to vote for this one." This is no, no, yeah. you need to vote. Yeah, I point. feel like I you're gonna get kicked out. I will not. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Amazing shutout victory. Shy time is my time. The best mock. If no one like cheers, they're all afraid. <laughs> it's almost like three trophies. It's like I don't know. It was a really good year for him. I just walk up silently and walk out. Thank you, and just leave. Thank you. Joey, it's so cool that you do that because, you know, I've mentioned here a few times, like, Sans is also a fan of, like, doing the thing, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and he loves he loves Bizarre Lego. He loves rare stuff mm-hmm. as well. And a lot of people do. There is, like, a whole mm-hmm. group of people, especially for people, I think, who have been in the hobby for, like, a lifetime and crave that search for the next weird, funky thing, right? It's just, Wait, like... That taboo like, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I can only imagine like the boost and the high that you get from discovering Hunt. something that you didn't, you yourself didn't know existed. So, like, how often does that happen now? That, like, oh you God, know, you should know that. Oh my God, yeah. I 
I kid you not, this happened literally a week ago. Okay. Give or nice. Give or, give or take a, a day or so. Yeah. With this. What? what? With skateboards. That, yeah. thing is, that thing's pricey, isn't it? What brand is so, that? What's a deck? So it's it, yeah, it's it's a deck with with Lego insignia all across it, along the back of it as well. Oh. With Lego Technic, <laughs> Rubber Riders. Damn. I came across this while researching something else. Not yeah. even related to it. Just came up in my searches with it. That was in some forum post about like the weird, obscure Lego Dude. stuff. And I was like, wow, I've never seen that. I've never even seen a catalog entry on Bricklink or anything like that about yeah. it. And that's usually a good place for me to look. Yeah. But also the fact that it's not on there even makes it more interesting. Mm -hmm. So turns out there was still an eBay listing for this thing. And it had a best offer option. I knocked the price half, which Great. was phenomenal. Especially for something that I have never seen before, that I've never seen anybody else talk about. It looks like and it's in mint condition, like still yeah, sealed. Yeah, it's still sealed. And kind of. So there are there are little scratch ups here and there that was already noted in the entry mm -hmm. itself. Some of the claim wrap because it's so it's almost twenty years old. Um, yeah. is starting to peel off on different ends of it. A little yeah. bit of tape here and there. Um, but the deck itself is still in good condition. Yes, yeah, and I did have so another one of these that was at. Brick Fair, and this is a little more commonly known, but still a uh, hard-to-find item or still kind of a high-ticket item usually. This one I did have at Brick Fair based on Lego Island 2. Ah, this, this is one that they use as a promotional Whoa. skateboard to advertise the game. Sources are a little here and there as far as obtaining it because they are around, and there's also another version of this in another language that's listed on Bricklink, but... Some people have claimed it's either a giveaway item or it was in some sort of contest around that time in which you had to play one of the game one of the mini games in in a certain game to get like a high score. Mm -hmm. The highest score gets the board. But I love that. this on its own. That is so cool. Because that is exactly how it appears in game. The exact Why you don't have it on a rack on your wall right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm I'm looking into the rack, don't worry. <laughs> So cool! How that fun! Awesome. For, now, for now, it's a propped up piece next to the arcade cabinet here, so that's fun on its own. I feel um, like you can do like a series, like what's that show on the History Channel, where they go look for vintage stuff and resell, like American oh, Buyers or what are they, what are they called? Yeah, pickers, American like Pickers, like American that. Pickers. Yeah, yeah. American yeah. American and like just look for like really crazy stuff. <laughs> vintage, like oh, that's five hundred oh. right there. That's, that's on the on the realm of skateboards, I know of a third one that exists. It's probably the first one that I ever knew, but I've never seen a listing for it. There was one with Bionicle that was part of a um, a big sweepstakes that they had in two thousand six. A lot of different products available, but none of them have surfaced into the second market just yet. Although like if I did, I probably be, <laughs> although if they did. Definitely would be into the skateboard, and I would definitely be be into the guitar. I don't remember what kind of guitar it was, but I do remember that being a giveaway item as well. Fresh. The guitar. It, it, it is a bonical guitar. It, it's also because they paired it up with All American Rejects, the band. Oh, so yeah. there are music-themed stuff in there as well. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, even if it does happen, how much do you think that's going to be worth? Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? That's a rhetorical <laughs> question. You'll need to answer that to kind of screw yourself in the future. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, and, and I'll put I'm still I still have to research a bit more about the Robo Rider skateboard. The listing didn't describe a lot about it, but it was from Enfield, Connecticut. So that leads me to believe I don't know. It might be, you know, something from the Lego office or something, you know? Because <laughs> Enfield is where Lego is the thing is in the US. And I had actually visited literally just driving by it because you can't walk in. It's like you have to go by appointment kind of thing. But it was still cool driving by there to see what the facility looks like and the different giant Lego models that they have outside and, you know, brick builds. And mm -hmm. No, I've, you... se I've seen like people's like vlogs and stuff of like going there. It's super cool. Um, can we talk a little bit about about the book and the documentation of that and um you know, what the future kind of holds for the Bizarre Lego brand. <laughs> it's a brand now, apparently. <laughs> apparently, yeah, probably. Shout yeah, out probably. to Bionicle. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. So, um, as, as I mentioned earlier, I grew up with a lot of this Bizarre Lego kind of stuff, just <laughs> being a Lego fan. 
Not yeah, even yeah. like exclusive access or anything like that, just because it was around and Lego had their hand in all different kinds of things they were doing in the early th- 2000s, uh, late 90s, and even some beyond that that I'm learning. Um, so this kind of stuff, like I, I, I love building and I still love building, but at an early age, around fifth grade or so, I actually tried to learn Lego history, especially as part of an English project. So it got me more invested into what the brand itself was like and how things developed over time and still, you know, picking up that kind of research all, all throughout. And that culminated in 2017 with not only finding more things or learning more about them, but actually coming up with this, this catalog or say of, of, these, of these items called Bizarre Lego. And this is a way for me to not only share about these kinds of items with others who may have not known about it and just see something fascinating about it, but I'm also trying to work on different areas of the book in which it shows the evolution of what we know today, like a modern concept that has gone through many, many years or many different products up to this point, such as digital building itself, like is a fairly new concept for like Lego digital designer and, you know, and offshoot ones like Eldraw and um, and Studio from Bricklink. But there's also been many that LEGO has done beforehand, or like Digital Designer itself is not just limited to one program of it. They've gone through many programs and some of them actual product lines with like the early modulars. The Market Street was a factory product based in designer. Um, there was a, the, the first LEGO video game, which is already kind of obscure on its own, um, and then on an obscure system, an obscure video game system, um, has a whole article in the in the book about that because I really love finding that, and I'm very happy that it still works after over 20 years. Um, it's actually 26 years. Yeah, I remember now because it was the same year I was born. <laughs> so nice. like this oh, is destiny. The reference. <laughs> they they started sense. here. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, like writing about that and the fascinating ways of how that game separates itself from other later, later Lego games, mm-hmm. um, with having a digital building aspect to it and different games in order for it to play different um, Lego themes are represented in there that never made it to other Lego video games, things like that. Um, so there's even there's even section about like the evolution of minifigures. So you get like the stage figures in the beginning where they have no face, no arms, no posability whatsoever, and you just have to move a couple pieces around if you're going to sit them in a car or a bike. Um, up to what we have today, um, and even eras in between of like when we first got alternate faces on minifigures, when we got back printing, um, you know, different kinds of minifigure parts. So like the arms, you know, like mm-hmm. chicken wings or something like that. Uh, you know, different legs, you know, like the long ones for Woody and Toy Story 3, you know, all that kind of stuff just to make it kind of cohesive. The problem that I have with the book and has been a problem since day one, I can't cover everything in the first edition. That is a lot of information for me to go through, mm-hmm. to research, some, you know, services to fight. And, and in some cases, it's like, okay, I'm only going to be able to find out about this thing if I own it. And part of the, you know, the, the aspect of collecting these is so that I can, you know, have the full knowledge of it that I can use in the book as opposed to a secondhand or, or fourthhand resource. Because um, it's like, yeah, there, there are even some of them that I, I don't even know if they still exist or. And plus you're trying to be historically it, accurate, too, mm-hmm. with your yeah. research. You don't want to say anything that's not inherently mm-hmm. true. Do you think you're going to be flack from Lego with this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious. That is, that's also a thing that I've wondered for some time, especially when there are a couple sections in the book. Uh, there's literally a section that I've been planning about their failed projects that they've teased about it publicly. They've done public exhibition about it, but it never became an actual item. It was never mm-hmm. like put into production or whatever the case may be. So one example of this, again, leaning back into Bionicle for a moment in 2002, they were they put into the back of one of the comic books a big teaser called mm-hmm. the Bionicle, the album, and they had several different music artists listed as part of this project. That album never existed, never happened anywhere beyond that teaser, and it's not mm-hmm. even the first time they've done it for Bionicle, um, where they would have a teaser of something that just fizzled out for whatever reason and became a canceled project. Uh, one of my favorite examples of that is Lego in Motion, 
and this was a system that would actually adapt into carts. Like they were they were working with a company called Johnson Control, who does a lot of automotive like stuff, works with accessories and building building into cars. And it was basically a way for like if you have kids in the back seat of your grand caravan or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you, they can build while you're on the road. They have like little pockets in between seats to like put base plates or hold like a stash of bricks or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, or even just having the Lego themed car accessories like mirrors and things that never became a product, but Lego had gone around like 2001 or so of advertising about it and showing it to like auto shows and things. It kills me that I can't find the postcard that I had back then. Wow. I I don't know. I, I guess I got it from one of these or somebody, I don't know how it came about, but I knew I had it for a long time and it showed what the, what like a prospective minivan with this whole thing would look like. And so cool. The evidence the still, this? Oh my but God. But the thing is, the photos still exist online. So I'm happy that my memory wasn't fuzzy and I didn't okay. just make this, this stuff yeah. up. Yeah, yeah you, you, can you can say it. Okay. You can swear here, bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or it's impossible. Gotta stick with my brand. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah. It, the, the, the fact that this was like so much put into production and there is That's still crazy. evidence out like I, some of the research I've had on this goes mm-hmm. from news sites that were reporting mm-hmm. about it. One or two uh, people who worked on the project were like, as a designer or something in the marketing area, that they just put it as part of their resume. And the fact that they're still listed online like that, that no legal action or anything has come from Lego, makes me kind of confident that I could put it into the book. But also a-, a little weary all, all the while. I mean, it's just so interesting because, like, think about how many, like, third-party Lego books exist out there. Like, I have a bunch of them myself, like, building mm-hmm. techniques, things like that, that reference the brand and um, insert Actually, Lego. I just yeah. seen one at Walmart. It was like, what is Lego? And then on the very bottom, it says, this is not supported by the Lego brand or anything. There's so many out there. You know what I mean? And it's like, like, that's like in the Who Is series, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, as long as I leave the disclaimer in there about like not, not being endorsed mm-hmm. by the Lego Group, etc., or like trademarks reserved and everything yeah, like that, yeah. should be a okay. Yeah. I this is literally a new concept for me of even writing and publishing a book. I've never right. done that before, so I'm sure that with that, with the publishers that I work with, they will know how to work around that. Yeah. I had actually yeah. gone through a couple publishers at this point of at okay, least cool. the concept of it before giving the full manuscripts, mm-hmm. and some of them were like. Well, we don't cover Lego in this kind of way. So like like one or two publishers that said it's like more about the building experience, not the historical aspect, you know? So they want to see yeah. about like different ways you can build with pieces. Um, or or and was there one or two of them that said like, well, we're not sure about this as a concept for a book, but we know of many different unofficial Lego magazines that might take this in, you know, as like as a, an a article. article or something like that. And I'm like, that's, that's not a bad idea. idea, but that would stretch out a long period it's of time. It's a good way to start. It's a good way to start. That's true. Yeah. So you're right now trying to find someone to finance it and publish well, it. Well, I do have I do have one publisher in mind with, okay. with a close friend that, that has gone through publishing. So I'm basically, they said, we'll talk once you get the manuscript done. Okay, and, so and that was a couple months ago. Yeah, <laughs> so that, that that's the problem that I have is like I keep looking into all this stuff, and I have to figure out where to put the hard stop. First edition, get right. that out, and then work on the rest afterward. Kind of like the Lego character encyclopedias; they update and expand them over time, and I need to keep that in mind. That yeah, I can't cover everything, but I will eventually. Maybe you try to give yourself like a set number of things to put in, like the, exactly the first edition, like yeah, sixty-four items. items or something, yeah. Just because yeah. I mean, you're you're gonna keep finding stuff. It's just you know, right? There's yeah. nothing out there that's gonna be a hard sell, hard sell. I got quite the Lego rabbit holes at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I also do feel a oh lot more God. pushed with the community as far as this goes. People, yeah, keep asking, I think a lot of people going. And and now yeah. that I've introduced Sans to it, because he didn't know about it up to this point Ooh, until a month or two ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Almost any time I mentioned anything about it, he's like, "Keep writing it." <laughs> yeah, like, I want to, man, but I gotta, I gotta put food on the table too. Yeah, no, he's a fan, and obviously, like you know, do it at your own pace and whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I think we're here for it, and a ton of people would love to see that. And um, 
you know, I don't see the issue with um, simultaneously using the information that you have to also create um, well-executed YouTube content about it to create hype for it. Thank Boom. you. I appreciate I was about that. To that. <laughs> right? Yes. <Yeah>, I, <laughs> I have one question before say, continue to writing the book, but don't slow down the YouTube channel. And my time management is not really easy when it comes to that, aside from the regular like daily work and family that I need to take care of. Uh, I think if you have a hype for it though, and you can prove it using what this platform right here can definitely help mm-hmm. you with a publishing. Right. Yeah. Because you can show well, evidence that there is a, a an interest in the topic. And plus, you're not you're not like trashing them for making these products. No. You're just yeah. The that's the important thing about it. It's it's not in in ridicule. Yeah. It's exactly. in admiration of anything. Right. Exactly. It's like, dang, I didn't know they made this. Maybe you so guys I think if didn't. You were to, if you were to publicly do it on this platform uh, on the on the direction of what you're trying to do or convey, then I think a publishing company who is a little bit more skeptic about the topic um, is a little bit more open to the direction of your going, if that makes sense. Right. So it, it might benefit no, a little bit. Yeah, that does make sense. I, I've brought it up here and there on the YouTube channel about, you know, the, the prospect of the book and maybe some updates here and there about it. Uh, a couple months ago, I had that uh, thought about the hard stop, and I'm actually bringing it back a little bit because originally I thought maybe I should only do it from a certain decade up to a certain point. And then I realized, well, there's not a, as much information as I can find in there as I can later on. So more, more, it's like the floodgates are open from 30, 1932 to present, but it's the number of items in between yeah. all that time. Mm-hmm. I can really Anonymization, like, I think be that a part of it and, and still have that breadth of like, you could have the wooden stuff, the bilo fix and still get stuff like snap and whatever else, you know? Yeah, I, think if, I if also have a hard part of not being, I'm not, of not spoiling stuff. No, no, no. I mean, but some sorry, some things it, I did like as their almost their own video itself of like, here's a whole video about the history of Lego Modulex and yeah. like how this system works and things. And I'm like, well, how much more outside of that can I put in the book? If people already see the video, it's I don't know. It's still a yet. different format. It's yeah, still a it's totally different format. I wouldn't see it as like, you know, other things. Like, I think it is like a different audience. There's people that are never going to buy the book that would watch all your videos. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think, it's, I think it's important to grow both at the same time. But on that note, I do have to run off. I am meeting a very fun and amazing other YouTuber that we've had here on this podcast before. What are you um, I'm not going anywhere. I know. Sorry. Right. But <laughs> if you guys want to hang out, I'm going to roll out. But Joey, thank you so much for having us on. Really appreciate it. And I'll catch you guys next time. Thank you again Did for you having us. Thank Joey for having us on. Oh. I know, right? Yeah. Awesome. I, I, <laughs> you know what? I'm just rolling my music like right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am distracted. Right. <laughs> All good. And cut. Thanks. <laughs> Actually, I have to roll out. Sorry, guys. Okay, bye, Joey. We'll talk later. We'll talk later. Bye, guys. Talk to you later. All right, so I got to split. So I got to go pick up my son from school.